Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Tales from 2 a.m. This is Kevin Tate from the know-it-alls podcast hanging out with me brian anthony davis hashtag bad company thanks so much my steelers family and friends for hanging us out here we are a btsc family that's what bad company is all about tate i'm so glad that i've had a chance to hang out with you a good bit this summer on this show can't wait to hang out with you on in person this is the final episode of tales from 2 a.m because the regular season starts and i can tell you what wouldn't you rather be uh, watching pregame and listening to uh, to myself and uh, Kevin Smith doing a pregame show that will record on uh, will uh, that'll come out on Saturday mornings and you can listen to it before the game? Um, I'm, I'm sure you would. I'm definitely sure you would. Then then uh, talk about Steeler memories. Let's talk about making Steeler memories memories and and that's the thing so i can't wait for the regular season it feels like it's been a long off season but we've been here every week and that that's the cool thing about that that's what we do we're here 365 there's always going to be a new show every single day and if it's it's funny tate you show up you show up in the off season and you show up in the middle of June, in the middle of February, just to talk about the Steelers. Yeah. There's, hey, there's, 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 there's a, there's a market for that, man. And, and you, I, I'd say to the new people, that's no exaggeration because I've been watching you guys daily, the majority for about, for about three years now. And, you know, it just, you know, we 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 kind of met via you know via Twitter with each other, and you know you 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 invited me on the show, and it's just it's just my my pleasure to be be a part of. It. Like I said, I watch you guys for so long, and I know the personalities, I know the people that that put in all the work and give us all the information. So you know, it's just it's just neat to actually have been here with you, you know, four or five times now, and like feeling like I'm part part of your BTSC family. So. I really appreciate it, man. You guys are great, You're giving out great information about our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, I appreciate you saying that, but the the thing about it to me too is the fact that I feel like we've got a group to celebrate with, and we've got a group to console us after a loss, or console us after 
losing a family member or losing a friend. We get emails and we get emails saying, Hey, I'm going through a tough time right now. Thank you for being around. And you know, you don't think about that. You don't think about what everybody is going, what's going on with everybody else. And you know what's going on with you. And we talked about an escape. Um, and the reason that's a big deal to me, and I'm going to bring tension in this too, is because everybody here is a Steeler fan for a reason. Michael O'Malley just said it's a Steeler support group here. And, and I know who these people are. I have, I've got Owen David from, from England who reaches out to me all the time. Kreekis reaches out to me all the time. Nap 1963. He's a Johnstown buddy. I, uh, Johnstown got hit hard this week by the rain. There was evacuation. So I made sure I texted him to see how it was. And for all my friends and family in Johnstown, I hope everybody is safe there. Um, you know, there's a, but we all have families and we all have stories and we all have, uh, hopes, dreams, concerns, and we root for the same team. And that's a great thing. If you, if you root for the brown and orange or the black and purple and Tate and I live in Maryland and we deal with black and purple all the time, <laughs> yeah. you know what I think about people that wear black and purple? You're my family too. You're just a little misguided, but that's okay. <laughs> right. But we can talk and I'll talk about your team and I'll, and, uh, I'll, I'll talk about Lamar and I'll talk about everybody. I have no problem because I love the fact that, uh, you know, sports should bring us together. And the other big thing is the reason I have been told that people love BTSC so much is because of the way we treat you in the live chat. And that's the most important thing to me because you feel like you have, the, have a place, man. I am no different than any of you except for I lucked into this platform. I'm a fan and that's it. I have a radio background. Yeah. I'm now in, uh, I'm now in pharmaceutical sales, but I, uh, and I've been doing that forever. I haven't professionally worked a full-time job in radio since 1996, but I've got a radio background and I've done it. And, uh, I, I got lucky because I met Jeff Hartman on a playground in June. And we, the only thing we knew to talk, our kids were playing together and our kids are still really close friends. But, and his question was, he had to make small talk because he knows I always wear black and gold stuff. He always does too. I talked to him one time before at a chiropractor's office because our kids were, it was like family day at the chiropractor and it was during the Pirates and Cardinals. We both wanted to be home watching the Pirates and Cardinals doing an afternoon playoff game. And we were talking about that. And because I brought that up because I see some more in black and gold. I, I know some something I could talk to him about. And uh, I always thought it was cute because his son would wear this Steeler shirt that my son had the same, same Steeler shirt too. In fact, I, I got it after I saw his son wearing it. It was the one with the, the little Steeler player, but no head. And 
so the uniform went up to here and his head looked like he was the Steeler in a Steeler uh, jersey and a uniform. So I thought always thought that was cool. And then my kids ended up getting that shirt too. But so he said to me, what do you think about the Steelers this year? And I'm like, well, I, I read this article about Lamar Tim. I mean, gosh. Oh, I just messed up his name. Lawrence Timmons. <laughs> Lamar Woodley was the second round pick that year. About Lawrence Timmons, I've never done that. You know, Lawrence Timmons is the same birthday as my daughter, May 14th. Wow. And, and uh, so I have a kinship to, I feel like I have a kinship to Lawrence Timmons. I just messed up his name. Um, so so we're there and, and it's a field day for school and uh, – the second time that I met him and he's like, so what do you think about the Steelers? And I told him about this article about Lawrence Timmons. Cause yeah, I, I wrote that. I'm like, what? He said, I'm the new editor. At, this is 2015. I'm the, I'm the new editor at behind the still curtain. I'm like, wow, I just read it today. And uh, so six days later, I had my first article, you know, a year later I'm doing post game shows with Jeff Hartman and we're doing it together. And now we're, uh, now now we're a family um then a couple years later i um i'm in a i'm in a daddy daughter dance and this big guy comes up to me and he goes hey you're bad you're brian brian anthony davis right and i said yeah yeah he's nice to meet you goes i'm dave schofield and I knew who Dave Schofield was because he was writing for us. And uh, we were talking about getting him in on pat- podcast. I wasn't the podcast producer yet. And uh, and I took a picture with, with this guy that I've never met before. And we talked and because I knew he was writing for the website and he was brand new to the, he was a couple months in on the website. But I could tell that he was going to be something big on the website because of the dedication and the the excitement that he was putting into it. And uh, <clears throat> so um, now those guys are like family to me. Those guys are family to me because they're my BTSC family. You guys are my BTSC family as well. And the reason that's so important to me is because I've called into radio shows before. I've called into Colin Coward. I've been insulted by Colin Coward. I never called in Jim Rome. I, I would have loved to because I, I was a fan of Jim Rome, but I figured he would he would he would be insulting. I uh, one of my favorites, and not not really a sports guy, but I was a huge David Letterman fan. But I always said I never want to meet David Letterman because I don't want to be let down. Um, that could have may or may have not happened. I mean, I always treat celebrities like they're people because that's the way they want to be treated. I had a chance to, I rode in a car for hours with Veron Haynes, taking him to driving him to an autograph session. And I didn't want to talk football with him um, until he said, dude, you can talk football with me. I love talking about it. Cause it was right after the super bowl. And, but we talked about family and my music thing and, and, and stuff like that. And, that that's the thing. But when you call in radio shows or, I mean, my gosh, I loved, I used to love Stan and guy and Stan's my favorite, but you call, I called in there once and 
I could see how they sometimes they didn't treat callers that great if they had a differing opinion. Then three or four years ago, four years ago, the Steelers signed Joe Hayden. And I called in and talked to Filipponi. And before I talked to Filipponi, I talked to I talked to his uh producer. He said, what do you want to talk about? And I explained, because everybody was down. Everybody was poo-pooing the uh, Joe Hayden thing, the Joe Hayden signing. Well, he's, I mean, he's older. He's this, he's that. Now this week it comes out, I mean, comes out that he's going to test free agency and, and uh, next year and people are, are worried about it now. It's funny how that time changes. And I said, no, but if you look at this and I, I had facts to explain it, it's like, all right. So I went on the show and, uh, Filipponi was okay about it, but, you know, wanted to let you know that he knew more than you did. And that's the truth. And how to put all the colors in their place. And most radio hosts are like that. So I uh, ended up going, I was all excited about the, uh, the Joe Hayden thing. And I had a long ride in my car and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call up Tunch and Wolf. I call them up. I wait on hold for 30 minutes. I get on. You know what Tunch says to me? Sorry you had to wait so long, buddy. What's on your mind? And I said, um, I'm, I said where I was from and everything. And Wolf said some nice things about where I was from. And I said, here's what I want to talk about, about Joe Hayden. And I, I went into it. And they're like, you know what? I didn't think of it. Tunch was like, I didn't think of it that way. That's a really good point. And here's why. And went into the whole thing. And made me feel great. And Wolf was just as great. And the thing about that, Tate, is that's the difference. And we try to do that here. If you send out a tweet or a private message to anybody on BTSC, we want it to be 10 out of 10. Sometimes it's nine out of 10, but if you send one to Jeff Hartman, you're going to get a tweet back. That's why hashtag ride or die crew is so huge because Jeff will get back to you. And, and, uh, Dave Schofield does the same thing. And I don't know what everybody else does. I think they do the same thing too, because we have a culture here because you guys count. And because I know who Dave Shipley is, because I know who Brian Brown is, because because I know, and if I don't know your name, I'm going to. I know who Just Me is. Um, Just Me says, hashtag bad company. It's It's been fun. We'll miss y'all. We're still going to be here, just in different forms. But th- that's it. We I know who these names are. I It seems like this is Andrew Jarvis's first show. Um, on the, on the, uh, live chat. Now I'm going to know his name, Kyle. I know Kyle's name. Now I'm, now I'm following him on Twitter. Um, so it's really great. There's, we are a family. And if Mark King, I know Mark King, I know Portna, you know, and that's, that's the important thing. And if I didn't mention your name, I just can't go far enough. I got one to mention is always there. Wes, Wes Hitchcock. 
Wes. Wes. I know. I know Wes. I've done a show with. I've had Wes on a show, and and Wes is a great guy. Eric Askew. There's another name. Um, Wes and I don't always agree on this, uh, on the comments, but that's fine. Because well, you, you know, guys you know, have comments. I have you know, comments. Ben, you know, Ben, I think I think the 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 the, the overall. The, the overall take I'm taking from what you're saying is at the end of the day, all that really matters is how you treat people. That's it. How you and, treat people. And when you think about Tunch Elkin, you felt like he was your friend, your dad, your brother, your uncle, yeah, your Tunch buddy. Was, I never, I never met Tunch, then no Tunch. I would watch, I would listen and watch his, him and Wolf's podcast, the Tunch and Wolf podcast. And no, they they he he was he was a great guy. He seemed like a great guy. And Wolf is the same. Yeah. And those guys, you know, here's the thing: Steelers won the Super Bowl in '79. In the fifth round of the draft, last pick because they won the Super Bowl. So in the last pick of the fifth round, they take an offensive lineman from Syracuse named Craig Wolfley. In the last round. In the last, with the last pick of the sixth round, they take an offensive lineman from Indiana State, Tunchelkin. And those guys have been friends forever. They were friends on the team. They're friends now. You think of them as brothers. Yeah, they like you don't you don't you don't think of one without the other. You're thinking about those guys. When we're putting out when we're putting out messages to Tunchelkin's family, people are, are talking about Craig Wolfley too, because you knew how tight they were um so you know and this is a huge loss for craig wolfley as well and that's that's the thing you know i felt you just said it tate we felt like we were friends with them because mm -hmm. the way they treated us as listeners i have uh, i used to send out i haven't done it in about six or seven years, but I used to send out eight by tens. The inscriptions I got from Tunch and I got a separate one from Wolf. The inscriptions I got were awesome. Um, Tunch is, was God bless and, and something. I mean, he wrote something and it's uh, that was in a frame in my Steeler basement, but then I had the flood and I haven't put anything back up and I'm, I'm going to, um, but you know, it's one of those things, Tate, where we hear all these stories about athletes that uh, that do something dumb or treat you wrong. When they treat you right, you never forget it either. Right. And I had I had a chance to, uh, um, and I think it was uh, I got to talk to my nephew. Um, he's fourteen. He's a huge Noah Shoe. He's a huge Steeler fan. Love the kid. I promise you I'll get your get the fantasy football thing up, buddy. I promise. Um, I I took him to his first Steeler game and he's like, Where are season tickets? And I he was like eleven, I took him. And I took him to the Mahomes game where Mahomes torched us. And uh he said, But this is awesome. We should come every week. We should get season tickets. I'm like, Yeah, it's not the same, but I mean it's it's not uh it's not not cheap. But you know, um he went to a Steeler camp. And I think it was a Steeler camp where, uh, you know, for a kid's camp. 
and I think he tossed the ball. I can't remember whether it was Tuncher or Wolf. I'll have to ask my dad. Um, but they spent time and talked to him and threw balls with him. I think it was actually both of them. Oh. And and he didn't get it. He never saw those guys play. But that stuff goes a long way. Tunch was an ambassador for this team. He played for the team. I remember first time I heard his name. Um, I'm like, that's a strange name. And I found out he was from Turkey. And, uh, and uh, then I remember when he left for free agency, um, they didn't really bring him back. And he went to the Green Bay Packers for a year. And then he was back. Um, and he was always a part of this organization. But after games... I would always, at 10 o'clock, just in the last couple of years, I would tune in just to hear them make me feel better or celebrate with them. And that's what I felt like I was doing. And I would listen to the other guys and I wouldn't feel good. But when they'd come back and say, it's a winning Monday, that's why this hurts. Tate, that's that's absolutely why this hurts. You're bad. You said you, you mentioned other athletes and how 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 Tunch and, and Wolf were and and Wolf obviously still still is, you know I think I, I think it's maybe their journey. You know I think a lot of the times some athletes can be kind of entitled and because you know that they've been that they've been treated a certain way their entire lives because of their because of their their ability to play a game. You said Tunch and Wolf being fifth and sixth round picks. Those guys are grinders. They they weren't guaranteed to be on a team. They had to work. They had to humble themselves. It's a lot of things that goes into that that kind of makes you who they are. And who you know they've been brothers for forty two years because they went through that journey together, the grind together. And I think that's part of why they treat people like they do because they didn't start at the top. They started at the bottom and had to really work. You know, so I, I can I, I can appreciate. I can appreciate that part of their stories. One of their stories, and most of their stories was them them screwing up. <laughs> they would talk yeah. about that. I mean, they didn't talk about the great games they had. They talked about when they screwed up and what they learned from it, which was awesome. But one of Wolf's stories that I heard this a couple of years ago, he, he was in his fifth year, and he was in training camp, and he was ready to tell Chuck Noll, I'm not coming back. He was so demoralized and down. He wasn't coming back. And he hid from, he basically hid from Tunch, if I remember the story correct. He didn't want to have anything to do with Tunch. He wanted to run away from him because he knew Tunch. He knew Tunch would talk him off the ledge and he wasn't ready to be talked off the ledge. And he finally let him and, and he, he was back and he was fine. But it's, uh, but he wasn't ready for that conversation. He he had to go through his things first because he knew Tunch would make everything all right. And he right. eventually did. And I think they did that for each other. They they I heard a, I heard a, I heard a funny story from one of them. I'm not because you like you said, when you think about one, you think about the other. So like yeah, the, the things kind of kind of kind of morphed together. So I don't know which one said it, but one of them told the story about having to as a rookie having to go up against mean Joe Green in camp. Like that was uh, not, that was not a pleasant experience. They said whichever one was telling it said, "Yeah, I was I, I was I was kind of scared of that." <laughs> <laughs> I would be too. I'd be scared to do that now. <laughs> it's, right. uh, man, I could tell stories about how 
awesome he was um uh, joe green too but yet they these guys made you feel it and made you feel like your Steeler fandom was genuine because you felt it through them one of my favorite stories is you know uh you know i talk about you never celebrate till there's zeros on the clock but my gosh you just uh you nearly sack pat peyton manning in the end zone you have the ball you bring in jerome bettis and tunch is like uh call your travel agent we're going to denver and then he's like uh and he apologized for that because bettis fumbles he's like no yeah. And so the next week when he's in Denver, he's like, okay, I can say it now. He waited until the game was over. Call your travel agent. We're going <laughs> to Detroit. And, and when you hear that, you were just my gosh, he's saying the same things that you're feeling. Um, he would say hat on a hat. I got that from Tunch. He would, uh, all the players, these players weren't alive when he was, uh, when he was first, you know, mentoring some of these were first mentoring Steelers, but you know, he, he would talk about, he would show them the touch punch and it's not like a punch. It was like an offensive lineman technique. They called it the touch punch, but this guy just touched lives and he was a clinic. I watched him for years, but we could talk about how great of a player he was how great of a broadcaster he was none of that matters what matters is he's a hall of fame human and if we all can be like tunch if we could all look at his passing at the age of 63 and turn around and give a extra hug pick up the phone and call that family member you haven't talked to in a while um especially especially if if one of your bonds is the Steelers my dad and I have a great relationship dad turned 74 this week happy birthday dad again um we have a great relationship but sometimes I don't know what to talk about all the time when we talk about the regular stuff and guess what that that Steeler conversation is always a great bridge because even if they're, you know, you know, family members have tension sometimes. I don't have a lot of tension with my dad. But, you know, even if sometimes I've noticed with him, I mean, we, we've had arguments over in the year, years. We'd call each other and we, um, after everything was fixed, the bridge was the Steelers, you know. We could walk over that bridge together, you know. And uh, that that's when the healing would begin. So we would uh, not escape the argument. We'd, we'd hash it out, but it, it was, uh, like I said, doesn't happen much, but you always have that. I have that with friends and people. I mean, my gosh, that's how Jeff Hartman and I started talking about it. We didn't know what to talk about. We had that black and gold bond. And so that's what makes it special. So if you have a chance to, to uh, if you're having a petty difference with somebody, um, but you look at the big picture and you don't want that to be the last thing you remember, you know, think about just think about the kind of human being, the kind of faith in life that Tunchilkin had, and and remember that and reach out because 
things change on a dime. We knew this was going to happen when we found out last October, just didn't think it was going to happen quick. And I want to talk about Jeff Hartman one more time. Check out his show. Let's ride to tomorrow. Um, check out his article on the BTSC website today. The reason you need to check it out. He has personal experience with a very close friend who he watched go, go through ALS. And when I brought this up, when we first started talking about um, the diagnosis and I said the word battle and I heard Tunch say the word battle too. And he said, Brian, it's not a battle because the way ALS is set up, it's, it's not a fair fight. And so uh, he talked about going to a Steelers game with his buddy already in a wheelchair. Um, on a sh- we've talked to him about it before. I can't, I'm going to listen to a show tomorrow, pack some tissues, you know, pack a hanky, but you're going to get some perspective on that side of it for somebody that watched somebody go through it. One thing that Jeff put in the article that said that was so poignant to me was the pack, the fact that this happened in October of last year when we found out and his family did not have to experiencing him suffer like a lot of families with ALS have had to watch their friends and family suffer. Um, I have a, uh, a fraternity brother, Mike, who's been going through ALS uh, from Pittsburgh and uh, you know, you know, blessings to you, my friend. Um, and he's been going through it for a long time. And uh, what they say about ALS is you're trapped inside of your body, which is, which is just a terrible thing to think about. Um, if I have any, the fact that it's devastating that this happens so quick, that's true. But in a way, he did not have to suffer. And that's an important thing, too. So my blessings to him. Um, Tate, we didn't talk much about the current team today. There was a there was a trade this week. There'll be plenty of talk about the trade. Um, we're on TJ Watt Watch, but lots of heavy hearts here at BTSC when we talk about Don Shelkins. Do you have any final thoughts? Uh, I just I just feel like you know like 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 Touch Touch was was a great guy and. Even though I didn't know him, never spoke to him, I've been a fan of his since he was a player. And definitely as a broadcaster, you watch, you know, you 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 watch the Steelers live and Missy Matthews, Missy Matthews with Wolf and when Tunch was on there. Like I mean, you know, like he just he just was a great broadcaster. But even more important, like you said, he was a great human. So my you, you know, know my, my my condolences and prayers go out to his family. And you know, so that's that's kind of where, where where I'm at with with it. So, blessings to to his 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 family and all his loved ones. There is a Pittsburgh broadcaster that very rarely says something nice about anybody, and he his tweet on Tunch was beautiful too. And I'm um, talking about what kind of great man that he was. Um, one of his competitors, I the tweet from uh, 
there's another another competitor, um, Colin Dunlap, that uh, from the Fan Morning Show, which I'm a big fan of Colin Dun Dunlap. Um, his daughter has has been going through cancer for years. He's he was on a competing a competitive uh, network with Tunch. Tunch came over to him at uh, I don't know whether it was camp a couple years ago and said, "Hey, I've been following your daughter's story. Um, may I pray? May I pray for her?" And he's like, "Yeah, you can." And he said, and then Tunch broke out into prayer there. And he said he wrote this. He go, it wasn't weird. It was comfortable. It was the fact that he cared. Then I I read about other so many other people talked about him doing the same thing with them in different tweets about how he'd find out about a family member and come and, and, uh, and want to pray, pray for you. But he was the one who brought it up every time. That's who Tunshilkin was. And when you read all those tweets, it's, and all the outpouring of support and somebody mentioned in, in there, they hope there's a patch or a number or, or uh, a way to honor him. And I'm sure there's going to be a way to honor him this year. Um, huge part of the Steeler family. So uh, rest in peace to Tunch. So Tate, thanks so much for all that you said. This had to be a support group today because we lost a family member. You said that you didn't know him, but you know what? You really did. Right. Um, so <laughs> I, I want to leave this. I want to put this up. Brian Brown says, let's go Steelers. A Buffalo win is what we need. Steelers family is the best. Hashtag bad company. Steelers rule. RIP Tunch. We will miss you. That's great. Um, Dave Shipley. Cheers to our family in heaven. That That's true too. Um, we, we did lose a family member, a Steeler family member. Don't know him. If you didn't know him, a lot of you felt like you did. And that's what anytime we have this position here, it's uh, I want you to feel like, you know, me. And uh, that's what it's all about um, because we need to be, we, we need people in our lives. And if it's just on a computer screen every week or in through your speakers, that's a good thing too. Cause you've got a friend and you've got people out there that care about you. So I need you to do three things. Number one, be safe this week more than ever. Number two, be true to yourself. That's what makes you special. Number three, always be behind the steel curtain. So Tate, thanks so much, my friend. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. All right. We will see you this week with all of the uh, the uh, great content on Behind the Still Curtain. I'll be back tomorrow night with uh, Shannon White and Tony Defio, and we will be talking. It's Steelers week. It's Buffalo week. It's week one. This is uh, This is definitely going to be a lot of fun. Next week, no tales from 2 a.m., no tales from 2 a.m. for a while, but we're going to have so much content and games to talk about. You got you to gotta stay right here. That's where it's at. Not just your one-stop shop, your non-stop shop. So blessings to you. We love you. We Man, do not like, do these shows without you. I'm sorry. I just, I just just like to tell everybody, if you can, check, check out the Know-It-Alls podcast tonight at 5 p.m. Know-It-Alls on, on YouTube. What's going on on um tonight on the podcast you know we kind of been all over all over the place this week my mod has been out under the weather this week so he'll he'll be back tonight i think i think we'll probably talk about 
uh, the first week of college football, the first week coming up in the NFL. So we'll talk about some Steelers and Bills. And just just everything that's going on in sports this week, Cam Newton getting cut, just, you know, what, what whatever came across the sports radar this week, we'll be talking about it. You know, you know what? Um, somebody asked me about the Know-It-Alls podcast when I was first checking it out, and I was uh, talking about bringing you in on, on the shows, and they're like, so what are the, these guys like? I'm like, show's great. One problem. If Maude was a Steelers fan, he'd be incredible on the uh on the network too we're gonna have to get it we're, we're gonna have to work on uh that cowboy stuff on him <laughs> yeah There's big no, g no, is no, great no. i i love i enjoy that show so i uh yeah, well, we appreciate you man we really do well so yeah definitely check that out maybe we gotta do some steelers know it all so maybe maybe that could be because hmm. yeah, two 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 of two two of the three of us are are, are still diehard steeler fans me and big g I don't know what happened to Ma. He lives down in Texas, so he may he obviously he's drinking the Kool-Aid down there. So that could be it. He's, <laughs> he's got Cowboys fan, Texas Longhorn fans. We always got to hear about all the great athletes out of the state of Texas. It it gets it it gets tiresome sometimes dealing with that guy, man. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Cause remember, as long as we don't pee on the couch, right? There you go. There you go. Uh, all right. Um and we had Ma, we had Mod on uh, Know Your Enemy, and he was absolutely he was awesome, awesome on that show too. Yeah. So hey, we appreciate it. Um, blessings to all of you. Thanks. We'll be back here this week. Everybody, be well. Peace.